0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book What Happened to You? by Bruce D. Perry and Oprah Winfrey. In this Bookie, we will give an extensive account on the effects of childhood abuse and neglect, and how these traumatic experiences can still affect us as adults. After that, we will discuss what we can do to heal from such trauma. The authors of this book are Bruce D. Perry and Oprah Winfrey. Dr. Perry is a renowned American child psychiatrist and neuroscientist who is an adjunct professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at the Feenberg School of Medicine in Chicago, Illinois. He has written other books, such as Born for Love, as well as co-authored another book, titled The Boy Who Was Raised as a Dog a best-selling book that is inspired by his work with maltreated children. Oprah is one of the most respected and admired public figures today. She is a multiple-award-winning American talk show host, television producer, actress, author, and philanthropist. Apart from this book, Oprah has written a number of other bestsellers such as What I Know For Sure, The Path Made Clear, and Journey to Beloved. Have you ever wondered, why do I act a certain way? what is wrong with me? Do you find yourself insistently questioning your self-worth? If so, this book will help you identify the root of your behavioral problems. It will shift your focus from questions like why am I so annoying? Why am I so needy? Why can't I get anything right? To a more productive question such as what happened to me? Bad behaviors or traits don't just manifest on their own, there is always a trigger, a contributing factor from our childhood that makes us act a certain way. When we begin to ask ourselves what happened to us, it helps us to understand the experiences that have shaped us. This book is an account of events that revolve around trauma. Through Oprah's personal account of her childhood experiences, and Dr. Perry's account of his professional encounters with children and adult patients, we get a balanced highlight of emotional and scientific insight into the subject of trauma, Its effect, and how we can overcome it. To uncover the major points of this book, we will divide it into three parts in this bookie. Part 1 Making Sense of Our World. Part 2 The Importance of Caregiving and How It Affects Us. Part 3 It Takes Time for People to Change. To say that the world is a complicated place, where we are faced with a lot of uncertainties that make us question our self worth, is an understatement. We often go through life conflicted about how our early experiences affect and influence our behavior, and how our behaviors are perceived by those around us. Evidently, we are all born into our unique circumstances. Some of us are raised by a loving and nurturing family, others are raised within an abusive and neglectful household. In this book, Oprah highlights a vital point, that despise the myriad of circumstances into which we're born, we come into the world with an innate sense of wholeness. We don't begin our lives asking, am I enough? Am I worthy? Am I deserving or lovable? As a child who grew up with abusive and neglectful parents, Oprah caught on really early that she was a product of a single encounter between her father who was only curious about what was beneath her mother's pink poodle skirt, and her young mother who dreamed of a different life, therefore she was an unwanted inconvenience. When she went to live with her grandmother, Oprah experienced a lot of abuse as a child. She would be flobbed at the slightest provocation and even when she went back to live with her parents, she struggled to connect with either of them, as neither bothered to take the responsibility of nurturing her. Imagine having such experience as a child, having no one to nurture and comfort you, nothing of your world or the people in it would make sense to you. Such traumatic experiences of feeling lonely and unwanted are evidently devastating to adults, say less a child. These forms of trauma trick the child's minds into believing that they are not deserving of even basic rights such as nurturing and care from their parents, as Oprah puts it, I always felt like a burden, an extra mouth to feed. I rarely remember feeling loved. From as early as I can remember, I knew I was on my own. Using her platform, Oprah has interviewed numerous other victims of neglect, abuse, or trauma, and what has become glaring from her conversation with them is that these experiences push the victims to develop this deep longing to feel loved, needed, and validated, and thus it affects the value they place on themselves even as adults. If that longing is left unresolved, it pushes them to adopt a problematic and infuriating pattern of self-sabotage, addiction, viciousness, or promiscuity. Dr. Perry believes that our behavioral patterns don't just emerge from thin air, they are born from our experiences. As he would help Oprah to understand later in her life, sensory experiences that last a few seconds or are absorbed for years can stay hidden deep in our brains, and as we grow and absorb new experiences in our bit to make sense of our world, these new familiarities are built on the experiences that were already there. For example, those of us that develop a certain form of phobia only realize so after an unpleasant encounter with what we are afraid of, it could be the dark, heights, or even some type of crawling insect. Our first experience that exposes us to our phobia for heights becomes the base of our trauma, and every time we find ourselves in similar situations, our senses identify the dangers attached to them. To make sense of our own world, we need to understand our past and connect the dots to understand what early experiences have made us to become the individuals we are. When we are able to understand our past that that we can understand the toll our experiences have had on us. Oprah solicited the help of Dr. Perry in trying to make sense of what our experiences had been and how that trauma has affected her life. Through his explanations, she begins to understand the complexity of the brain and how it works. Being a neuroscientist and child psychiatrist, Dr. Perry believes that to truly understand someone, you have to first understand how their brain works. He believes that there is no such thing as seemingly senseless behavior. Once we decide to dig a little deeper, and investigate the act to figure out who the person is, then such behaviors that we had believed to be senseless would begin to make sense. Dr. Perry's first application of neuroscience came in 1985, as an inexperienced psychiatrist in training, when he met Mike Roseman, a veteran of the Korean War who suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder. His case was so severe that it led him to resort to self-medication and alcoholism which contributed immensely to family conflict, divorce and forced retirement. Dr. Perry had gotten a call from Mike who asked if he could come by the office as it was urgent. Dr. Perry agreed. When Mike reached his office, all distraught and shaking, he pleaded with the doctor to tell his girlfriend, who had accompanied him, what was wrong with him. Instead, what Dr. Perry was more concerned about asking Mike was, did something happen to you? Mike explained that he had just suffered a panic attack on their way to see a movie. A motorcycle had backfired, and the sound triggered Mike's memory of the war. Within seconds he was laid flat on the ground, with bruised kneecaps and a sweaty face— Surprising everyone around, he felt embarrassed. Dr. Perry was yet to be a certified psychiatrist at the time, but he was already a neuroscientist who understood how the brain worked. So, Dr. Perry, who had previously seen Mike flinch in his office at the sound of an unexpected door slam, explained that Mike's brain had, from the time of the war, adapted to being in a state of constant threat his body and brain had accordingly become oversensitive and overreactive to any threat-related signals from the world outside his own body. During the war, Mike had to be in a constant state of alertness where there was no room for error as his survival continually depended on his vigilance. Although it's been thirty years since the war ended, Mike's body was still subconsciously reacting to any signal that reminded him of that traumatic experience. To help Mike and his fiancée understand Mike's past and the effect of his 30-years-old trauma, Dr. Perry drew an upside-down triangle and ruled three lines to divide it into four parts, so he could explain to them the basic organization of the brain. The doctor explained that at the top of the brain organization is the cortex, the most advanced part of the human brain, and at the bottom is the brainstem. He further explained how our sensory inputs first connect to the brainstem, and that when signals are received, the brainstem matches it with previously stored memories. Since the brainstem has no network that allows it to tell time, in Mike's case, the sound of the motorcycle backfiring was matched with memories of gun sounds, and sounds of detonated explosives from the war. A stress response is therefore activated and that's why Mike would react the way he does. Through Dr. Perry's explanations, Mike and his girlfriend were able to understand his past, and why he acts the way he does. It was not because there was anything wrong with him, it was only because of what happened to him. By digging deeper into the events of his past, they were able to connect his early unresolved trauma with his current behavioral pattern. Like Mike, many of us feel flawed and helpless, and think the worse of ourselves. These feelings of frustration forces us to ask self-sabotaging questions, like what is wrong with me? when we should be asking ourselves what happened to us? When we understand our past and how our experiences and traumas affect our lives, we can connect the dots between our past and present behavioral patterns. When we are able to do that, we can begin the effort towards finding balance within ourselves. According to the authors, to find balance, one must first of all find rhythm, a flow that works for us, because rhythm is essential to a healthy body and a healthy mind. If you consult the Oxford Dictionary, it defines rhythm as a strong, regular repeated pattern of movement or sound. However, rhythm as implied by the authors refers to any action or pattern that makes us feel better. To find balance, we all require a reset activity that takes us away from our frustrations, and into a place of calm and fun. Oprah believes that being overwhelmed by work or other aspects of our lives is the key reason why we often lose internal balance and rhythm. For her, it was important to take out a particular day when she could just be by herself and away from her work. As she recalls, the fastest way for her to get back her rhythm was to walk in nature, to take a long leisure walk and measure her breathing to steady her heartbeat— as admiring the beauty of nature helps center her in the wholeness of all things, it helps her find her rhythm, and feel balanced within herself. Each of us can find our own rhythm through other activities such as yoga, massages, dancing, listening to music, watching a movie, or going on a hike up a mountain. Whatever we can do, repeatedly, that makes us feel better, calmer, and in a positive state of mind is what helps us find our rhythm. And when you have rhythm— Your emotions are regulated to make you feel balanced within yourself. Dr. Perry talks about regulation and how they go hand in hand with rhythm. Regulation has to do with our ability to control our emotions and thoughts. Sometimes, when we are anxious about something, we begin to pace our breathing in order to feel better. It means we are deploying our self-regulating capabilities to find a rhythm that works for us. We are regulating our emotions they reach a state where we are no longer apprehensive and that makes us feel balanced within According to Dr Perry the most effective methods to develop self-regulating capabilities include working in environments that are consistent with our values adding healthy rhythm into our day having a healthy relationship and connections with family friends and colleagues Only when we are in a state of balance can we create and maintain positive personal connections and these types of connections, in return, help us to stay in balance, forming a virtuous cycle. However, it can take time for each of us to reach the balance. Oprah had taken a job as a reporter and had to work about a hundred hours a week. As a new staff she wanted to please her bosses, so she began to overwork herself just to meet her deadlines. As the stress began to get to her, she felt out of sync with herself— Oprah understood that she needed the rest, to recalibrate her mind and senses, yet she ignored the signs and that affected her drastically. Not until years later, when she learned how to regulate her emotions and find her rhythm, did she become the Oprah we know and love today. So, take your time in finding your own rhythm. Through rhythm, we are able to regulate our emotions and stress responses. When we can regulate our stress responses, we begin to feel balanced within, and we start our journey towards healing. Dr. Perry says it best balance is the core of health. We feel and function best when our body systems are in balance, and when we're in balance with friends, family, community, and nature. Well, that's the end of what we have to cover on this part of the bookie. To make sense of our world, we have to first understand our past. Once we manage to do so, we can connect the dots and have a better understanding of ourselves. Dr. Perry's account of Mike's situation helps us understand our brainstorms and how they match new stimuli with old memories. And if we have unresolved trauma, the effects of that matching could be emotionally and psychologically devastating. Only when we understand why we are the way we are, find our own rhythm, and develop regulating capabilities, can we start the journey of healing and ultimately finding balance within ourselves. Today, we are just sharing limited content.